I I was talking to my dad. The tell him this last conversation we had, and he was asking me about what coat did I want for Christmas, like some stupid shit. I'm like, bro, just give me. I don't care. Like I was being a dickhead, so I'm like, I don't really care. Like it's whatever. You're, I'm gonna see you for Christmas, so I don't care what you buy me. The last conversation we had, he had a heart attack. Since that moment, I've been fucked. Like, realistically, I have not. I mean, even now, like, it's five years later, I still I still get a little choked up about it, but I'm, I handle it better now. But it's like, even then, that, that moment, that was like my best friend. That was like, that was my dog. Like, and a lot of people don't know because like, I don't, everybody hasn't met my father. But that was my dog. Like I'm literally him now in life. I see, when I look in the mirror, I see myself to a T. I see him, and I've accomplished so much in life that he literally waited for, mm-hmm. and he never saw. Mm-hmm. Now that in itself kills me, cause I'm like it may it like part of it's like I have to keep going, right? I have to keep striving to be who I know he saw me as. What you dream? Step out Bombay, only what you think. Yeah, looks like we'll be tied up for some weeks. Yeah, lockdown can't see no end. Top down, but we rollin', we all in. What you drink? Yeah, step out Bombay, only what you think. Yeah, looks like we'll be tied up for some weeks. Yeah, lockdown can't see no end. Top down, but we pourin', we all in. I'm taking it slow. Ain't no time for no love. I thrust in the slow, then there would be the up. Bust a cloud like a bomb. Yeah, I'm a performer. Isolate me in the woods. You distance me like a runner. She think I don't know. Welcome back to Per My Last, the podcast, you know, episode three. Uh, we're gonna get into a very, very happy topic today. Um, it's, important. It's, it's important. It's important. It's um, important, especially when we think about um, financial awareness. We think about um, our spending habits in the Black community. This topic, this conversation needs to be had. So, um, for those who don't know me, you know, Khalil Simmons, uh, AKA Podcast Poppy in Full Effect, um, gotta give it to you how I got it, you know. And uh, my boy, my brother, my co host here. Yoshi. Yeah, episode three. Um, excited for what we have in store for you guys. But Yoshi Haney, um, co-founder, co-host of what is Per My Last Podcast. Uh, we're excited. Uh, I'm really excited about this one simply because I think, you know, when we think about being financially free, mm-hmm. uh, the two guests that we have to the left of us um, have a very interesting and very important perspective. Um, and so we're definitely going to get into that, um, but I appreciate y'all tuning in and let's get into it. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Without further ado, you know, like, like you said, we got some, we got some special, special folks, uh, on the pod with us today. You know, we got two, two good brothers. Uh, I want to, I want you to introduce yourselves to the people though. Um, just a little bit about yourselves, where you're from, what you do, who you are. Uh, we'll shorten sweet, and then we'll we'll jump into jump into this content. I know you got a lot to say. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Tyler Direct, real estate investor. Um, 
uh, I, I guess, a podcast guest now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and a um, full-time um, inter- um, entrepreneur. Uh, Henderson Banks, uh, I'm an attorney. Uh, I own a law firm here in Chicago, personal injury em- uh, employment law firm in Chicago, uh, and entrepreneur, day trader, investor, however you want to put that in a podcaster as well. I'm going to put that in my bio. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. AKA, AKA uh, our brothers is getting a lot of money over here. Right? <laughs> if you if you couldn't read between the lines, uh, <laughs> definitely, definitely a lot of wealth in the room right now. I definitely uh, appreciate you all both uh, coming on. Um, but, you know, when you come on to part of my last podcast, it's, it's one thing that we have to do, right? Uh, as important as the, the content that we're going we gonna to give today to the people, it's the drip. Right, and I and I seen you all walk in. I saw the puddle. You know <laughs> I seen the puddle. So um, let's 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 get into you know. I want to get a little bit behind the drip. Your motivation. You know, we can we can start because you know we repping repping twins, uh, twins for lifers. Um, <laughs> we're repping the home team today. Uh, one of our brand partners uh, sponsors Black Chicago brand. For you all that don't know, should know, definitely get hip. Um, it's gonna probably be one, probably one of the biggest clothing lines uh, in the city, outside of the city. Very soon, they're growing very fast. But Black, the brand, you know, uh, repping good old Yeezys on the feet. You, you know what I'm you saying? Got to. You got to. You know, gotta gotta throw on the Yeezy, aka. Uh, I will be attending Donda if anybody got their tickets. You know, the listening party. I will be there. You know, see me. Um, but uh, I got uh, the bait pants on. Uh, shout out to my brothers at Iridium, Block 37 for those in Chicago who don't know, now you know. Uh, go get you that exclusive uh, designer streetwear. Um, but yeah, you know, I'll keep it ni- nice and simple. Brother, what do you have on for the people today? Well, uh, we matched. Mm, yeah, the um, yang. <laughs> he is the yang to my yang. <laughs> um, but honestly, just honored to to have on black across my chest. I think, you know, for what the brand stands for and really what the podcast stands for, we're here to give access, right? Mm-hmm. And and to put people in spaces that we would want to be put in. So Amen. Um, we're here to support, show nothing but love. Uh, so shout out to my boy Bobby uh, and the, the clothing line that he's established and really just what it stands for, being black, the power behind it, um, being from Chicago. We had nothing but love to show. Um, got some J's on my feet, so get like me. Um, yeah, yeah. That's necessary. <laughs> the goat, of that course. That was good. That was good. <laughs> um, but honestly, you know, just all black, you know, because we're that making power. Black on black right now. That's making good. some statements. Um, Amen. And then. I'm good. I'm you good. got that look, right? Look, look. I'm about to say you better, you better shot him out. I know you're trying to hide it under the pit like nobody was gonna peek what you had on. I was wondering if he was gonna put it. Yeah, out. you know, I, I didn't know. I didn't you know, know he had to slide his, his yeah, compartment, yeah. His, his utility well, belt yeah. across the chest. You know what I'm saying? This is where it's comfortable. Yeah, you know, <laughs> under the, under the, under the pit. It's I not know. about us. It's not about us. It's <laughs> not. It's not. We have to get into our guests. You know what I'm saying? Talk to us about like you know what what made you put that on, right? And, um, sure, sure. And how the motivation behind the fit. Your style, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Sure. Give us, give us a little, give us a little something. I'm big on comfort, so I come from banking. So every day, I was suit and tie, head to toe, every day, all day, all the time. 
So when I left and went full time into uh, you know running my business, I kind of just went super comfortable all the time. So I'm always kind of dressed a little bit down. Um, so we got, of course, Yeezy, phone runners, gotta support Chicago Southside, all, always. Thank you, appreciate that, appreciate that. Um, the Jeans Agriculture, which is a, um, uh, a black owned boutique in the Gold Coast. So those brothers are real cool. The shirt, I don't remember where it's from, but I just felt like doing the blue jean on blue jean. Nice. It's, it, look, it looks good, brother. Yeah, you know what I mean? I just, and I see you showing a little bosom. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I see you showing a little bosom on it. Show a little cleavage. You know what I'm saying? You know, I'm just All about right. to show a little something. You know what I'm saying? Somebody watch. Right. You know what I'm saying? You never know. You, know? you really don't then, know. my last. And then the chain is from Dubai at the gold soup when I was out there in mm. Dubai. That's not What's a store. That? That's, yeah, Dubai, right. the place. The place, the location, yeah. if you all yeah. aren't aware, that's well. Small, though, I can't say that's well. Hey, Dubai, yeah, hey. them tickets. You know what I'm saying? They high, they high. Yeah. I'ma just start by saying my grandmama gave me this chain. <laughs> <laughs> also not a store. Not a store, original artifact. You no, know my, my, my fiance actually brought me this, uh, mm -hmm. so it's one of my favorite chains. My outfit, though, I told Yoshi yesterday, I'm like, man, I'm about to go to Saks and spend a bag. No. I already know they're not to come with it. You know, they gonna come. I can't be half-stepping, but, uh, mm -hmm. and I did. I end up going shopping yesterday, but when I got home and tried on all that stuff, I'm like, man, forget that. I end up wearing <laughs> this outfit from Zara, bro. <laughs> Zara doesn't miss. You know why Zara doesn't miss? Because you can literally, you'll pop out at a party, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You pop out and you're going to see three other people with, <laughs> with your joint on. You'll be like, oh, motherfucking damn. <laughs> exactly. But these shoes, though, these valleys, I did get these from Saks. I decided yes, to wear these. Yeah. The ices. I peeped. You know, know, nice little Movado. Just something simple. Nice, you know, nice. I'm a classic man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We love it. We for love sure, it. for sure. I well, love it, man. I mean, let's get into it, right? Mm -hmm. And we're, what are we here for? And and a lot of that is financial awareness. And I'm excited about this segment because for a lot of us, especially our generation, mm -hmm. we now are exposed because of the access, because of the internet. We uh, we understand that you want to have multiple streams of income. For sure. Mm -hmm. Passive, if you will. Mm -hmm. And a lot of us buy into this idea that we want to see our success, whether that be in our clothing, how we live our life, mm -hmm. trips, like really temporary success, right? Temporary happiness, if you will. Mm -hmm. um, but y'all take that to a new level, right? And we love to learn from you. I mean, it's the stock, well, the stock market, real estate, that's both two industries that I'm sure a lot of us want to get into, mm -hmm. um, but we don't know where to start. Sure. Right. right, because that's not uh, that's not what we learn in school. They don't teach you in school. Okay. They don't. You don't have a real estate class. You don't have a stock market class, and it sure as hell is not a dinner table conversation. No, it's not. definitely not. Definitely not. So, what is the impetus? Like, give us a little bit more background as to what you guys do on a day to day, how you got into that, and um, the importance of it. So, as far as starting with investing, right? So last year. I took my $600 stimulus check and yeah. I invested that. You say you turned the pandemic into a band I, Exactly. Mm, okay. And, and, and I honestly, and I posted it on social media, like I made over $40,000 off $600. <laughs> 600. Oh my God. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hold on. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. no. We're running that back. I made over $40,000 off $600. You turned $600 into, into $40,000 in one year. You took the government stem. Yes. You took, you took that stimmy. You know, 600 in, in, bucks. Jesus Christ. How long? 
less than uh, less than a year, about eight nine months. It's all on my social media. I posted it, and and I posted it because to show, like, man, it's so easy. It's much easier than I ever thought to make money. Working sixteen hours a day, (laughs) and it was legal. And it was legal. And it was legal. And it was was no PPP. Say no PPP. Listen, everything we do on this on this podcast legit. Don't have to forget it. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, talk talk about it, brother. Cause I know you say you posted on social media, but yeah, 600 to, to 40K, that's unheard know. of. Um, I just need to, tell, tell me. Betting has become big, right? Yeah. Betting is huge. We, mm-hmm. we I see a lot of our people, you know, we into sports. We, sports we find, for sure. we want quick ways to success. Quick, we need it mm-hmm. quick. And you turned 640K in less you than said a less year. than a year. Yeah, and, I, and, and what you don't see behind the scenes is the time that I put in to learn trading. Like, I literally studied trading charts and fundamentals, psychology of traders and the market for a significant period of time. Mm-hmm. I didn't just go and just willy-nilly start buying stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... It just show it shows me and shows everybody like it's it's easy you know if you can sit down you have the discipline you can make money doing anything and that just it's the easiest money I ever made you know and I, again I posted on my story just to show like some days I would I'll make five thousand dollars in a day like just wake up boom I just made five thousand dollars from an investment I used to make that in like a month you know what I'm saying so. <laughs> But it's it's and it's like six hundred dollars. Like you can get to six hundred dollars. You can save up five hundred dollars to get to your first investment. I take this off. Hold on. (laughs) Take this off. And at the same time, I created a course because so many people would ask me, "Well, how did you do that? How are you doing that? How are you making that much money?" So I'm like, I'm creative. I'll teach you. You're gonna pay me, but you know, I'll teach you if you really if you're really interested because it's doable. That's right. You know, so condensed everything that I learned in a year to a course that you can take in three days and and be on the same 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 level. You know what I'm saying? What's the course name? Trading with Esquire. Facts. Mm. Bull. I see the bull logo. There's a bull. (laughs) It's gotta be a bull in there. It's gotta be. Yeah. No bear. <laughs> because people think you know you got to start with a lot of money in order to make money and the truth is you don't you know small changes and in investments can lead to, to, to big, big returns changes, you know big returns so that's one way um jesus yeah. christ Jeez. well if you if you take moment of any, silence if you're taking on any more students you know what i'm saying moment I'll of silence you, i'll send you the link send right. me the look right look brother I, look, I of course the course costs three hundred dollars because i feel like you have to be Willing to invest in yeah. yourself. What? Yeah, you, you know? condensing what you you said, right. studying charts. Right. Exactly. Like school. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. So you <laughs> you doing it all for us? Honestly, what we need to do uh, for all the viewers out there, we're gonna definitely drop the link to that uh, that training course. Trade with Esquire. Trade with Esquire. The Hello. Instagram, whatever. We up. need to drop that. We're gonna let definitely get you all that information because. $600 to 40K. I don't know if you heard what my man said, but it was less than a year. So I know we like to flip those dollars pretty quickly. That is unheard of. Never, never experienced it. You mm. know, never heard of it. Mm. But my my boy right here, he did it. So we definitely, we want to share the knowledge. Yeah. That's the purpose of this podcast. So we definitely going to make sure that you all get that information. Um, T.Y. Yes, sir. T.Y., so, brother. What's going on? Talk to us. Yes. So me, I believe in long-term investing. I'm not, I, I flipped before, I've wholesaled before, and I'm not dissing those ways to do real estate. But for me, I think the, uh, the gold is, is in rentals, in long-term holds. So 
not quite flipping 600 to 40K uh, all in a year, but um, just building equity over time and um, and receiving residual income as you go. Now you're talking about, I'm gonna need you to take it down to okay, the I got you, I got you. You said equity, I, I just learned equity that word. residual in income, you know what I'm saying? Break it down, break it down, right. So, so equity, this year. <laughs> equity is the amount of money that um, you're worth minus your debt. Mm -hmm. So to break it down simply, if you own $2 million worth of real estate, and you, let's say you have a million dollars worth of loans, you have a million dollars worth of equity. Because you take two million, you subtract a million, and you have a million. Mm -hmm. I learned that in school. <laughs> I learned equity equals assets minus liability. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Mm -hmm. And you always want to be contributing to things that make you wealthy. You know, not just wanting to, to just get a bag right away, you know? Um, so, and then the residual income is the money you make, you know, every month. So an example would be, let's say your mortgage on a rental is a thousand dollars, and the um, the home is grossing uh, two thousand. You would take that two thousand, subtract that thousand, and you would be receiving a thousand dollars a month through, um, that you don't got to work for. That you ain't got to work for. That's important. Just collect that because right. you can only work exactly. so many hours in a day. Mm -hmm. You know, so one of the best ways, easiest ways to get rich is when you can make money while you're asleep. Sure. You know, long-term stock investments. You know, I do have long-term stock investments that I don't have to check on, but I know over time those investments are going to make me money. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and one of the surest ways, real estate, I mean, I love real estate because it's one of the surest ways to build wealth and gain financial freedom. You know, I tell you a story about me and my now fiance. When we first started dating, I told her, hey, she, at the time she didn't have a car. She had just been in a car accident maybe a year before that. And we were coming up on, she's like, hey, I want a car. And I was like, you know, instead of getting a car, let's take that money and, and get a, a property. You know, what, $20,000 for Mercedes Benz, $30,000, or if you want a high-end car, $40,000, $50,000, take that money, get a property, and that property will have a surplus and profit every month, and that surplus will pay for the car note instead of you going to just and get the car. And... You know, I appreciated her and love her so much for the fact that she trusted me. Like she went another maybe year and a half, two years without a car. And we got in the market, we got a property and, and did exactly just that. So of course, when we did go buy her car, you know, I got to show some appreciation. All right, so put that shit on. I was about to say, I know you put a, you put in something. 2021 Jaguar, you know. Nice, nice, nice. It's a nice car. You Don't know. jag on him. <laughs> uh, but then now it's like now you can do the same thing because that money that we would have been paying for rent. Well, I have a tenant that's covering my mortgage. Right. Mm -hmm. So instead of paying two thousand a month in rent, I can save that at the end of the year. I got twenty, twenty five thousand dollars. That's another property. Now, if I got two rental properties, I'm bringing in thirty five hundred a month in profit. Eventually, if you keep doing that, you won't have to work. Exactly. You know, so, oh my gosh. Okay. and it's attainable. Story you know? of my life, there you Press. go, preach. Okay, preach. so I wanna get into <laughs> what is, um, I think a very important part of this whole process, and that's taking a leap. Mm -hmm. Risk. Because I know both of you personally, I know that you both had great jobs before you decided to do this. And so financial freedom to you, you know, looks a little different. Now, as a 26 year old, what we've been exposed to, what we know is you work your nine to five. For sure. You work real hard in that nine to five and save money. Put it in a savings account. Now, 
whether you've been exposed to different ways to save investing in different ways, again, we don't know where to start. And again, a lot of the times you said, eventually you can quit your job and have this as, you know, whatever you want to be. So how did you, A, like get exposed to that, mm -hmm. but then B, have the faith in it when, I mean, A, of course you have to learn it, right? And you had to start somewhere, but to leave a job that, you know, you worked at Walgreens, Amazon mm -hmm. um, as counsel, um, and, and like, like what, what took that, that leap of faith? Like what, what pushed you to that point to believe in yourself and, and what you've been learning that you can turn that into a sustainable uh, model? Uh, firstly, I, I, I realized in working for huge corporations making amazing money, like coming out of law school, being broke most of my life, and then you see all them zeros on the offer, that's, uh, there's some shock value to that. But I learned very quickly for the amount of work that I did for the hours that I put in and all of the traveling that I did. And after taxes, I didn't, I didn't make as much money as I thought. You know what I'm saying? So I knew that I was never gonna be able to build wealth just by doing that. Um, now, so I always knew, okay, one of the, I had a mentor back in law school and I, I um, worked for his firm for a year, small firm, three attorneys. And that's why I was first exposed to like owning a law firm and how much money you could possibly make. And that's, that's what I knew I wanted to do, but it was a matter of, well, how do I do that? Uh, I was already taking cases and handling things on the side while working for Amazon, but then when Crystal came along, well, that gave me two people, right? Now it's like two of us. So I, can, I was still working in corporate America, still taking cases, investing in a firm, and she was working the firm full time. And eventually it got to a place where we was making so much money with the firm, it was like, hey, we can walk away from this. We don't have a mortgage because my tenant's paying my mortgage. I, we're making enough money from the firm to where I feel comfortable making that jump. So that's just one way to do it. It's, I guess, calculated risk. Right. No, for sure. I always tell people, don't be ashamed of your job, right? The nine to five is a tool. And a lot of times it's necessary. You know, a lot of people just want to go from zero to 60 and they don't want to respect the process or whatever the case may be. If you invest slowly and consistently, you will get there. Right. And, and you may want to continue to work and you may not, but you'll at least have the options. Right. It's not about not working. It's about having the option right. to work if you right. choose not to. Right. I, I'm noticing that everybody's like entrepreneurship has been like over the last 10 years. It's been like, I ain't working no job. I'm like, I ain't, I'm too good for this. I'm too good. It's, you're not too good for it. You know, you got to go through something and you got to use that tool and keep investing. So for me, it was all about like working that nine to five and being consistent. And over time, I woke up, I did my, my taxes one year and I said, you know what? I really ain't got to be here. You know, and you will get to that point, but don't be ashamed of the job. So I, I, that's the advice I would give to everybody who wants to start is just um, make sure that you're chipping at it slow. And it's not something that's going to happen overnight for most people. I mean, it can happen overnight, but most of the time it's going to be something, you know, um, over time, I mean, success is cooked in a slow cooker, in the oven, not in the microwave, you know? You know, people, food out the oven tastes better. Yeah, look, and definitely, <laughs> definitely, definitely do. Definitely, um, maybe. Sure. I like my air fryer. Okay. You know what the air fryers are. Yeah, I'm the middle, yeah, the yeah, middle yeah, guy. You know, yeah, the air fryer, yeah, air fryer fries. definitely tastes better than the microwave. That's know? the power of technology. So right. Yes. Right. You, you know? know, we're in a space where we don't gotta read books no more. We can mm. watch YouTube videos. Exactly. You know, it's look, that, it's that I'm, I'm king of, of the of the YouTube cook. Like I, I'll, fire, <laughs> I'll fire up some fire fire recipes <laughs> off the YouTube. Shout out Law. Um, right. Shout out to Law Law Cannon. Um, but I really want to know to your point, uh, Ty. 
you, you, you said like, you know, using your job as a vehicle to financial freedom. For sure. Um, from you all's perspective, when when is it the right time, one, to walk away from that that security that you have working in corporate or where uh, you know whatever that full time job is to pursue a career uh, of entrepreneurship, and then even you know furthermore, when is it? Uh, I guess when is the when is it the right time to, to that you feel comfortable taking that risk? Like as someone who. It, we're 26, right? We corporate attorney. I work. Um, I work in tech, um, and I have those days where I'm just like, I'm exhausted. Like, sure. I don't want to hear from nobody telling me, you know, how to dictate my day. No, I, 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 entrepreneurship looks appealing to me, but at the same time, I'm also well. I'm aware that if I leave now, I don't have the 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 income coming in to be able to say. I can replace all this tomorrow and go, go pursue a career entrepreneurship. So when when is it that right time to say, okay, I know I'm, I'm good. I can leave all this behind. The benefits yeah. of being at those companies, the That's right. uh, the the security that you have, you know, every two weeks that check is coming in and you you straight right to pursue a career entre entrepreneurship where you necessarily don't know when that, you know, what that next check looks like. For sure, for sure. Mm -hmm. First thing I would say is entrepreneurship is not the only way to gain financial freedom and build wealth. Mm -hmm. It's one of the ways and probably the most prevalent way, but you can, you can be happy and stay at your job where you love what you're doing, working for a great company and still build financial wealth. It's just a different means of doing it. So for example, you can make sure you save money, live below your means, mm -hmm. you know, if you had, I, I mapped out all of my expenses on an Excel spreadsheet. I knew every month what I had to pay. And then I challenged myself, what can I cut off of this list? What can I eliminate? What don't I need, you know, in order to be in a surplus every month? So if you, if you, go ahead. Well, I just want to, I mean, this is very important, mm -hmm. right? But for people watching, budgeting. <laughs> budgeting, of course, but for people watching, that's not fun. It's not. Right? I mean, it's we live in a, we sexy. live in, we, it's not sexy. It's, it's not, not sexy. Fun okay? Budgeting is not sexy. Mm -hmm. Okay? And for a lot of us where we're, we're young, we we want to live this life of, you know. I want to go to Dubai. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, we, and, and social media doesn't help. Right? Mm -hmm. So sure. our success, we see people our age doing crazy Doing crazy things. things. Yeah. And so to fall into this idea of long-term success, buying into, let me make some sacrifices now for that return later. When a lot of us sometimes like, okay, of course we want to live the life we always wanted, but how do, that's a sure way. Like mm -hmm. I want you really to like to hone in on how sure that is versus we all have this lottery mentality. For sure. mm -hmm. Like how can I get rich quick? Mm -hmm. Of course that's ideal. That's why we're betting. That's why we're doing certain things. It's like, how can I get it quick? For sure. It's like Kanye said, drive slow, homie. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like that's 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 a surefire way to 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 get where you want to go, right? Um, uh, to his point, it is unsexy, right? And 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 everybody wants the quick way, but if you want to be financially free and successful, you're gonna have to do the unsexy activities. It's, there's no way around that. You got to push through that. And I think what a lot of people don't understand is you're, 20, you're 26 years old. That's young. And when you hit 30, that's still going to be young. Mm -hmm. And when you hit 35, that's still going to be pretty young. 
right? The the average person that's retiring, they're expecting to retire between 65 and like 75. Mm -hmm. So if you can get anywhere near that before 40, you're doing okay. You know, um, and I think that th there's this fear of 30 for 26 year olds. I noticed this is a common thing when people are in their 20s. Right. It's like, I gotta have everything done by 30. <laughs> I don't know what it is about 30. It's like, I gotta be married, I gotta have a million dollars. We're blaming the socials, like, bro. Everybody, everybody on social media, bro, they'll let you, they'll make you believe that at 21, you gotta, you gotta have a home. Exactly. You gotta have the Teslas. You well, gotta, you gotta, what happens, you gotta arrive. He does have one, though. Yeah. Uh, well. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Fucking well. <laughs> I would say give you, I mean, it's okay to be young. It's okay to yeah. live your life. I mean, especially like after making sacrifices, going to school, all of that, it's okay you to want it right have now. fun. Like it's okay to have fun. It's okay to spend money on yourself. It's okay to take that trip and not necessarily like be focusing on cutting out all of the fun shit, excuse my French, budgeting and all of that, you know? It's, it's okay because I mean, you deserve it ultimately, right. you know? So, and that's one thing that I had to learn over time. And like he said, like success comes. It doesn't have to be tomorrow. You don't have to cut out all of the fun in your life right now and, 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 and do all of that right now. It, it'll ultimately come. That's definitely about balance. And, 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 and to the point earlier, when you turn 30, you'll realize how young you are really in are. that moment. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And then when you look at everybody that came before you and you see them retiring in their 60s and 70s, you'll realize that if you can come anywhere near that, that you've done well. So I think the, and then to the question that you spoke of earlier, when do you know? For me personally, I think that looks different for everybody. But yeah. for me personally, I, I left when I matched my income at the job. Mm -hmm. when, I, when I matched the number, that's personally when I was like, okay, I'm comfortable taking this leap of faith. Now that may look different for everybody, but it's okay to kind of go to that nine to five that you probably don't like as much. Just set that goal, you know? Um, it, it, it's okay to work that job. I think a lot of people are just jumping out the window, like, I'm just gonna do my own thing and I'm gonna sell these t-shirts, you know, mm -hmm. so whatever the case may be. And, and no diss to anybody selling t sell t-shirts. Shout out to Black. <laughs> <laughs> I like the shirts. <laughs> shout out to Black, shout out to Black. <laughs> when I got my first job though, I, I went and brought me a luxury car. Like, right, as, I, as most of us I, that would, was, right? You're like, like I, I got some I money. I deserve that. Right, I, I worked hard. Now, I when got I got 38 plus, I was like, you know, I probably couldn't, I didn't probably have to buy that car because at the time I didn't have a house. I could have, but at the same time, I felt good buying that car. Yeah. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. But at the same time, still have a plan. You know, still be thinking about the future and regardless of what amount of resources you put into it, even if it's a dollar a day, put something away. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And eventually you'll get there. It adds up. Definitely. So an another, another, another point I want to kind of touch on is like, right, like you said, it's okay to go. You finally, you get your, you get in the check, right? You didn't work. You didn't uh, struggle through undergrad or you didn't went through, you got your master's degree law degree, you know, any higher level education, you finally, you, you seen them zeros come through and you're like, I got a ball now, right? Mm -hmm. I gotta, I gotta go, I'm gonna go to Saks, put something on, I'm gonna go get the nice car. Like, you gotta do something for yourself. You, you wanna do something for yourself. You're like, this is the fruits of my labor, right? Whereas we find that our, our white counterparts, right? They're, they're, Oftentimes, like I've had several conversations just from my perspective, I had several conversations with a lot of my coworkers where their perspective of success, their perspective of luxury doesn't look so anything like what we what we do. It's not the clothes that they put on, because you know, 
we love to we like we to love, look good. We like to look drip. good. Love we, the drip. You know, we love to you know see our success. See our success. Mm-hmm. Whereas um, a lot of our you know white counterparts, they're they're investing a lot earlier in life. They're that's the norm. They might go get a boat at forty. They might <laughs> go get some golf clubs. You know, like. Just things that things that you know a lot of people from our community aren't necessarily accustomed to or aware of, right? So it's like, why why do we as black people why are we so fixated on having to show our success for people who nine times out of ten don't really care or or don't care about us enough for us to even have to put on a show for them? Like, why do we have to do that? And why is our why is our view of luxury so different from? Our white counterparts, like, cause we we all done been in the corporate spaces. Like, I can't even speak for myself. Like, I'm I'm the flashy guy at Google, and I'm yeah, yeah. I'm typically a flashy guy in a lot of my service. But at Google, I'm like, I'm over the top. Yeah. They like, <laughs> like, they like, why, like, why are you wearing these clothes to work? Like, I really like, I I'm different. And to me, but this is normal. This is just my personality. But I'm like, I don't know why I do the things I do. I just like it. I like putting on. I like putting that shit on sometimes. You know? <laughs> I ain't mad at you. I think Kanye said because they made us hate ourselves and love their wealth. Yeah. Yep. That's why Shorty Hollywood what a ball is that? You know, so everybody want to be a baller. Everybody want a ball. I want a ball. Shout out four said. times in this episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sponsor us. <laughs> Yo, he need to get right. Right, right. He's on here. We got two quotes from you. Sponsor us. But you eventually, know. you just learn. Like, okay, mm-hmm. I brought that luxury car. I brought X, Y, and Z. But what did it do? It's like you run in a rat race, you know? I'm working and I'm just paying bills. And then I get a promotion and then I'm still just paying bills because I got more expenses. I went and brought something else. I, you know, you brought something more expensive. Yeah. And I think the biggest thing is buying things that are going to make you money. Buy an asset. Mm-hmm. Buy something or put your money into something that will make you money. Mm-hmm. Um, we're socialized. We're not, one, we're not exposed to that. I didn't have parents to say, hey, Henderson, when you get your lunch money, go and, you know, invest it. Right. No, no I'm about to go to the corner store right. and give me some chips with cheese and meat and hot peppers. That's what yeah, I'm going to exactly. spend my money on. Look, you know every time. <laughs> every time. <laughs> but as, as I got older, I just realized, man, I'm, I'm making money, but where is it going? Oh, that luxury mm-hmm. car guy sitting outside there, that, that $700 car note. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, and then I just, I just caught on. Like, okay, uh, I have to buy 40K. things that make me money. That's 40K. Right. <laughs> so, you know, I think, I think we ultimately will catch up though. You know, mm-hmm. it's just about exposure. This podcast is a great, a great opportunity, a great starting point for a lot of people to learn, you know? So Definitely. shout out to y'all for, for putting it together, for sure. Appreciate you. When you're not free, you surround yourself with things that make you feel free. Mm-hmm. I think that's the big, the big. Can you remind that one more time? I need, I need to hear that one more time. I think you just dropped the bar. When you're not free, mm-hmm. you surround yourself with symbols of freedom, things mm-hmm. that make you feel free. And I think what what we're mo- what we're chasing is um, a high, yeah. right? And you know, um, buying something gives you a high. And Period. and when you come off I'm that high, high, you know, <laughs> and when, you, and when you come off that high, you got to get high again. Mm-hmm. So, so, so we, so who we are is we're addicted to, we're addicted to the drip. <laughs> it is what it is, you know? So it's like, <laughs> you buy some Gucci and you're like, ooh, I'm the man, I got that Gucci. Cover, cover that. I'm talking to you. <laughs>
and then you come down off that high, and you got to get some more punch, right? That's a and, 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 and then as long as you can stay high, you know, um, and, and, and anybody who's educated on addiction, that's what it's about. It's about staying in that moment, staying in that moment. And so what we are is we're addicted to a feeling, you know? And um, I, I attribute that, especially on the guy side, I'll just be honest, I think it has a lot to do with girls. I mean, it just has a lot to do with girls. Like, like you, nine times out of ten, I have a theory. I say, I, I always tell people, I'm like, honestly, if women just didn't exist in the planet, right? It was just guys. We, bro, would we even wash our butts? No. Like, what, like, what would we actually? We wouldn't even care. Like, I'll, I'll be real. I'll be real. Women are the best thing in the world. Shout they out are. to all the women. However, they are, they are motivation for a lot of things we do. Our want and need for them puts us in situations. That we we just what we even do the basics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We <laughs> we just go out our way to impress women. You know what yes. I mean? And it's hard to watch, you know, uh, uh, car cracking uh, Dante or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Get all the girls. Let's just be real. It's hard to watch him walk around, get that easy money, right, and get all the girls while you driving your whatever. Stacking up, getting your rentals, and getting your stocks. The Honda Civic don't hit the same, bro. It just don't hit the same. They they would rather they rather cry in the Mozzie than they would the Honda. Exactly. So I think a lot of this is directly uh, related to women. I think for men, I think I see a lot of men just just taking chances. You know, uh, penitentiary chances for women. Like honestly, really, like really, you know, whether it's drugs. Uh, all that stuff. So um, I always tell people, and I love women just like the next man. You know what I mean? Like you know, you know. But but a sexually disciplined man is a, is a great man and a successful man. You know what I mean? And, and um, you know, you look at. Um, I always tell the story of two kings, right? Mm-hmm. So this is something I made up. You, you have Jay Z, you have R. Kelly, the best rapper in the game, the best R and B singer in the game, right? Story of two kings. They do an album together. They're on the same level. Right? Net worth, all that stuff. They're kind of, at this time, one guy chooses to be sexually disciplined, focused on his career, focused on businesses, gets married to a boss, you know what I mean? And the other guy wants to pee on people. (laughs) 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 And so now, and so now, one one man, (laughs) the pie, the pie pee pee piper, so now one of these men, when they were eye level, Mm-hmm. And one made one choice, time, and one made another choice. One is worth two billion dollars, and one and is worth ones. under a million, and facing who knows how many years in jail, facing because, bars because of his addiction. Because he's weird to that thing, to that, you know. Look, <laughs> that, <thing. laughs> well, that, that, that young thing, though. That, that young thing, you know. Yeah. So I mean, Different. focus on your focus on your your wealth. Focus on um, being physically fit. You know, focus on your faith. And, and these women, you know, chill, bro. Just chill, you know. And it'll all come. It'll, it'll all come, come to it'll you come slow. Time. But you, I, I see a lot of men just messing up just because they want some of that thing. Just to be honest, yeah. That thing. That thing. That thing. Well, I, I want to wrap. <laughs> I want to wrap up our segment really by asking, you know, one thing that make it all make sense, right? Mm-hmm. Because. Again, we have to be able to buy into this idea. We making sense right now. I mean, you don't you don't gotta say any more than turning six hundred into forty k. You had but, me there, but I'm a student. And you gave us sort of a timeline. But for some, you know, you started with one property. I'm assuming, and mm-hmm. then turned into two. How many properties you own now? It's over thirty. Sheesh. So I have so, one. I barely get handled that. <laughs> so my thing is, what can people expect? What timeline should they give themselves 
to give themselves like grace like because it's one thing to hear all this but what do they have to commit to right give us an idea of like practically speaking if i buy into this idea what does that sacrifice look like and how long uh the timelines are different for everybody and and my biggest thing would be do not compare your timeline to anybody else Mm -hmm. that looks different for everybody it's personal don't look at anybody else's timeline. Just take your time. The biggest thing is to start. I promise you, if you start, it's like it's a snowball effect. Mm-hmm. And, and what's wrong with 99% of people is that they just don't start. So just start. Um, and if your first property is only making you 400 bucks a month or whatever the case may be, just start. It will get better within time. I can't give an exact timeline because everybody's comfort level is different. But I would say that the biggest thing it would be for me is cut expenses to, to the point he made before. Um, just cut your expenses, live, live a little below your means, you know, and um, start and then you'll be fine. And you'll wake up one day and you'll, you'll realize that, you know, you're there. You know, for me personally, I, I personally, you know, have a five year plan, a 10 year plan, mm-hmm. you know, of where I want to be within that time frame. And I think that's a realistic time frame, you know. Ten, in 10 years, I, I want to have a, a few million, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, it could come sooner, it could come later than that. But I know every day, like you said, I'm working towards it. And I think having at least a 10 year plan is realistic. Five years, even better, you know, check in where, where am I, where I'm, where I'm after five years and write it down too. You know, I have a little board in my office where, hey, these are the things I want to get done today and over however long when you see it. It, make, it makes you hold yourself accountable, but I feel like a five and 10 year timeline over a, a set of goals is a realistic place for you to start. And then with that, you'll have to fill in t- things that you need to accomplish, milestones along the way in order to get there. And I think that that's realistic, you know. And I just want to say this one last thing, because I know you gave a practical way of, you know, they can follow you on Trading with Esquire to even get access, because mm-hmm. we're big on access, right? Access has been a big part of this. but. For real estate, where do people start? So I always tell people house hacking, in my opinion, is the best thing you can do. Because um, if you go to the bank and you want to buy an investment property, they're going to say, okay, give me 20% down. We're in Chicago, the average property, let's say 200 grand, something like that. You know, that looks like $40,000. And a lot of us don't have that $40,000. However, a lot of us can, you know, do three and a half percent. And with house hacking, you go to a multi-unit. I always suggest your first property be a multi-unit. Um, let's say you do a two unit, three unit, four unit, whichever you choose. You can live in one unit and have the other units pay for the mortgage to his point what he did earlier. And now you can get the home for three and a half percent down. And then you, you can also do that a couple times. You know, people don't understand that. And you can hold personally in your name, I believe, 10 mortgages um, in your personal name before you even have to switch it to a business. So, you know, there's a lot you can play with. But I would start with just living in the first property, humbling yourself, living in that one unit and then going from there. So that's what I would start with. And let me say one other thing. I want to plug this program because it's a super dope, amazing program called NACA, N-A-C-A dot com. And they literally, for first-time home buyers, pay your down payment, your closing costs, everything. You could come to the table with nothing, right. and you can get in. It's a, it's 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 real. They'll cover everything. Sure. They'll cover everything as a first-time 
a first-time home buyer. That's how I got into our, our first property, right? And so, because I didn't have to come to the table with anything, literally, when I mean when I say nothing, Zero. they pay your attorney's fees. Yep. So, it's because I didn't have to um, pay any money for a down payment or closing costs, I took the money that I was gonna pay and I brought my interest rate down. You know, I, I was gonna put down 20,000, I put 20,000 to buy my, I have a 1% interest rate on my first property. So, you know, it's yeah. the easiest way. And then from that first unit, you have now equity, you have collateral to now go and get another property at yeah. some point. So. You might want to drop that link in the um, comments. Yeah, we're going to drop that. I'm not, not going to lie. You, you didn't drop two fire, fire, uh, fire um, points. We definitely going to make sure we leave it in the comments, leave it in the description for everybody to, to go and check. And you, you didn't drop some fire quotes. And we going to look. You left that with me. So we, we leave it with that. You're going to have to watch this multiple times. I'm, I'm, I'm going to run it back a couple times. So I, need, I need to know. But um, for you all, if you if you forgot that quickly, NACA, you trying to buy, get in, get in your first property, definitely check it out. And if you're just trying to learn how to trade in general, trading with Esquire, absolutely, check it out on yeah. on Instagram, correct? Yeah, trading with Esquire on Instagram, definitely get into it. My boy turned six hundred dollars into forty thousand in less than a year. And we got NACA. thirty properties over here. And thirty freaking. How properties. do you how do you like, even visit thirty properties? I don't need. <laughs> How? How? The tenants be nasty. I've seen your story. I have a two unit. I have a two unit, bro, and I can't. I hate it. It's tough. Well, when you start scaling up, you gotta, of course, you know, hire help. Property management. Property management. You know, dirty. Yeah. Well, you know what? It's hit or miss. It's it's hit or miss. I mean, check ain't dirty though. That money's green. Exactly. You know, I mean, that money's green all the time. You know, I got some real clean tenants that take care of the place. I got some dirty tenants. You know, you never know because it's, it's just almost like um, when you're hiring for a job, right? Mm -hmm. When you're on an interview, everybody's perfect. They tell you how great things are. Right. And then they get the job and they fall off or even being in a relationship. You know, mm -hmm. every shorty you've dated has been great in the beginning. Nobody, nice. you know what I mean? Get spicy. And then, you know, <laughs> and men do it too. I don't want to turn this into a female bachelor. Yeah, I'm about to say, oh. But, but um, you know, like you, you never know. But I mean, you, you got to kind of, you know, uh, go through that as well. You're not, you're not gonna have perfect tenants. You have a multitude of properties. So, right. I mean, you know, well, most of them are good. We're, we're yeah. toasting to you guys. Uh, we sure. appreciate the knowledge. Appreciate we appreciate the, some knowledge. the access sure. you guys are providing. Um, uh, but more importantly, we appreciate you for expanding our, our mindset. So, you definitely just you. Uh, gave me a ton of a ton of knowledge for that sure. I that I wasn't anticipating uh, to collect today. So, I appreciate that. What we, what, what are we toasting to? They um, redefine our knowledge. That was it. That was, that was, <laughs> it. That was it. That's they, good. They That's great. Yeah. <laughs> now, success looks different in everyone's eyes. And Amen. I think as you'll see this podcast progress, mm -hmm. you'll see success in so many different spheres. You've mm -hmm. seen it with people who don't have the nine to five, mm -hmm. right? But they're making it work. And doing it freaking well. well. So doing freaking well. Without breaking a sweat. So cheers to you. What you drink? Stop our Bombay, only what you think. Yeah, looks like we'll be tied up for sweet.